Oh, big stretch. Here we go. It's Monday morning. Good morning, friends. It's March 28th, 2022. First thing with Kevin Mano. A bunch of celebrities are celebrating their birthdays today. Lady Gaga is 36. Julia Stiles, Vince Vaughn, country singer Rodney Atkins, Cheryl Salt James of Salt and Peppa, and last but not least, Reba McIntyre. She's 67 today. Happy birthday to all. Reba performed at the Oscars last night on the eve of her birthday. More Oscars news coming up in a few minutes. We have to talk about that slap. Oh my gosh. And uh, history was made with the best picture winner. It's all coming up. I remember it all very well looking back. All right, jumping in. I always start with a top story or two. And for now, that's still Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Probably the biggest news out of there this morning, ahead of the next round of peace talks, which are scheduled for today, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said Ukraine is ready to accept neutral non-nuclear status. He said that's what Russia has wanted all along, so we'll see if these talks today actually get anywhere. Over the weekend, Ukraine reportedly reclaimed several villages from Russian forces thanks to a strong series of counterattacks. Actually, this one blew me away. Online schooling is scheduled to resume today in Kyiv. Whoa. Uh, When President Biden was speaking over there this weekend on his trip, he threw in five unscripted words that got a lot of attention Uh, regarding Putin. He said, quote, this man cannot remain in power. It's a big deal. It's a big statement. He uh, has since clarified that he was not calling for a regime change in Russia. Uh, Meanwhile, President Zelensky is accusing other world leaders of being scared of Putin and is calling for more planes and tanks from NATO. He said he's asking for just 1% of their supply. We'll see how those talks go today. Could be uh, be a big one. All right, moving on to sports March Madness, baby. They're dropping like flies. In the men's tournament, we are down to the final four. One of the biggest stories was St. Peter's. Nobody expected them to get as far as they did. They reached the Elite Eight, but were knocked out last night by North Carolina. North Carolina will now play Duke on Saturday. Another big story was Villanova guard Justin Moore. As the team advances, they will do it without him. He is out with a torn Achilles. They face Kansas, and that game is also on Saturday. For the women, the Elite Eight continues tonight. Connecticut and North Carolina are up first, followed by Michigan and Louisville. So far, South Carolina and Stanford have advanced to the Final Four. In other basketball news, Shaq and Steph Curry are now Oscar winners. They were among the executive producers of this documentary called The Queen of Basketball, and it won the award for Short Subject Documentary. Great job, guys. Great job. All right, let's go on to a few entertainment headlines. I wanted to highlight this. Jack Osborne went to Romania to help Ukrainian orphans. He said he felt compelled to help. He posted a pretty cool uh, Instagram post about it. Said he almost didn't post because he didn't want the attention. I have that linked in our Instagram stories right now if you want to read what he had to say. Tiffany Haddish, who was at the Oscars last night, just announced that she is releasing her second book later this year. It's called I Curse You With Joy, and it will be out in November. Uh, I have a couple pieces of tattoo news here. First, Kim Kardashian posted a photo of one of the several tats Pete Davidson got for her. It says, my girl is a lawyer, and it's right above his left clavicle. Uh, She did pass the baby bar, which is the first year law students test, so she's on her way. He also has her name on his chest. Uh, And Aaron Carter got an enormous butterfly tattoo on his face. It's very big. Uh, It's in honor of his sister that passed away in 2015. I have both of those photos for you if you want to see them in our Instagram stories right now, at firstthingpod on Instagram. 
All right, on to movie and TV news. Let's talk about those Oscars. First off, a lot of support for Ukraine on the red carpet and some during the show for sure. Uh, the movie Coda was a big winner. It won the award for best picture. And one of the stars, Troy Kotzer, became the first deaf man to win an Oscar. It was That was a cool moment. I was watching it with uh, my wife, Allie, and our friend, Steph. And it was, uh, it was an emotional one for sure. He won for best supporting actor. Uh, Jessica Chastain won best actress. And Will Smith <laughs> won best actor. That was his first Academy Award about Will Smith. What in the world was that? Chris Rock made a joke about Will's wife, Jada, and her shaved head. I guess for a little context, Jada suffers from alopecia. I didn't know that. She recently spoke out about it. She did not find the joke funny, so Will walked on stage during the show and legit slapped Chris in the face. He then started shouting, quote, keep my wife's name out your mouth. He said that twice. It was all censored here in the U.S., but videos from other countries quickly made the rounds last night online. By far the wildest moment I can even remember at any Oscars. Uh, when Will went up later to accept his award, he tearfully apologized to the Academy and his fellow nominees, but did not actually apologize to Chris Rock. Chris Rock, by the way, declined to file a police report. We'll see what they say about this today. Uh, also, another piece of the show the internet was talking about last night, the Academy apparently forgot to include Bob Saget, Ed Asner, and Norm MacDonald from their In Memoriam tribute. Kind of a big deal. Bob Saget? Come on, guys. Uh, I've got to talk about this, too. Before the Oscars, the Razzies. Kind of the opposite of the Oscars. LeBron James won the award for Worst Actor for his work in Space Jam. Jared Leto was named Worst Supporting Actor for House of Gucci. Uh, and Diana the Musical was named Worst Picture. And two of the uh, ladies from that movie won Worst Actress and Worst Supporting Actress. It also won Worst Screenplay. I kind of want to see that now, after all of this hype. Uh, and if you were wondering who won the Razzie in the category of Worst Performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie, movie that was its own category uh can you believe it bruce willis won his role in the movie cosmic sin won that one i looked it up that movie has three percent on rotten tomatoes three percent uh in other movie news the lost city just kicked the batman out of that top spot that's the new sandra bullock and channing tatum movie the Batman will have his revenge. Uh, the Lost City brought in $31 million. And in TV news, Amazon is making a James Bond competition series called 007's Road to a Million. There will be physical challenges and trivia. Sounds cool. Uh, and I have a teaser posted in our Instagram stories for one of my favorite shows from the past year. I loved it. Only Murders in the Building Season 2. It's coming at the end of June. <laughs> Let's see, let's see what's on TV today and tonight. As I said, the Women's March Madness Tournament continues with a couple games tonight. Uh, American Idol is on ABC. It's Hollywood Week, baby! Uh, American Song Contest is on NBC. The third season finale of Snowpiercer is on TNT. All-American, All-American Homecoming, they're both on. NCIS and NCIS Hawaii as well. The Endgame and The Good Doctor, they are all on tonight. Okay, into some music news now. I'm sure by now you've heard about the passing of Taylor Hawkins, the drummer of the Foo Fighters. Uh, he passed away at age 50. That one really wrecked me this weekend. He has been such a force in the music world for as long as I can remember, honestly. Such a good guy, too. Uh, reportedly, he suffered cardiovascular collapse, and he allegedly had 10 different drugs in his system. This is according to Colombian authorities. He's had a history with drug use, and uh, he even overdosed on heroin back in 2001. He uh, landed in a coma for weeks after that. We all really hoped he defeated those demons. Uh, the tributes have been pouring in since the news broke Friday night. Miley Cyrus, Liam Gallagher, Elton John, Old Dominion, the list goes on. They all paid tribute on stage to him. Very emotional stuff. 
Uh, I saw a thousand videos this weekend, and one of my favorites that I, I have reposted up on our Instagram stories right now, it was his last performance with the band. It's the moment Dave Grohl introduced him, and the massive crowd at this Lollapalooza show is just chanting his name. It'll give you goosebumps for sure. It's up there uh, in our Instagram stories. And one tweet I saw that really stuck in my head regarding Dave Grohl, because, you know, he was the drummer of Nirvana back in the day, and now he's the singer of Foo Fighters, and said, quote, I can't imagine being a drummer and losing your front man, then becoming the front man only to lose your drummer. I'm honestly, I'm really heartbroken for Dave Grohl and, and the band, and of course, Taylor's family. Uh, it's just, it's, uh, it's rough. In other music news, Questlove of The Roots is an Oscar winner now. He won Best Documentary for his film Summer of Soul. I love that guy. Uh, Billie Eilish made history last night, too. She won for Best Original Song for her James Bond theme, and I guess that makes her the first Oscar winner born in the 21st century. Whoa. Uh, also, now she's the youngest person to ever win the Emmy, Grammy, and Golden Globe for the same song. Doja Cat had an eventful weekend. She quit music on Friday, and then she apologized for that on Saturday. This all happened on Twitter. I think she's staying in the in the biz. She was just venting. Uh, I guess we're going to get a Snoop Dogg BTS collaboration soon. Snoop said it's official like a referee with a whistle. I like the way he talks. Uh, and the band Genesis played their final show ever on Saturday night in London. Phil Collins said on stage, after tonight, we've all got to get real jobs. As always, a few additional headlines for you before we part ways uh, regarding last week's airplane crash in China that took the lives of 132 people. The second black box recorder was just found. It was buried five feet underground near the crash site. At this point, though, we still don't have a cause of the crash. Uh, President Biden is expected to propose a new minimum tax on the wealthiest households in the country. They call it the billionaire minimum income tax, and it would impose a 20% minimum tax rate on households with more than $100 million. According to estimates, if this is enacted, it would reduce the deficit by about $360 billion over the next decade. Uh, I saw this story on Friday and I wanted to bring it up. Maybe you saw it. A paralyzed man was able to use a brain implant to communicate with caregivers. Uh, and he asked to listen to the band Tool. Uh, but prior to that, he said, quote, I want a beer. He can compose these sentences at a rate of one character per minute. Tool and beer. Science is amazing. A new study says that depending on our advancements in DNA technology, science really is amazing. Uh, we're not too far away from humans living to be 150 years old. Jeez. A Pokemon card just sold for $420,000 at an auction. It's a rare 1999 first edition Charizard card. I like to bring you guys trends when they pop up. Perhaps you've heard of Hot Girl Summer. Well, over on TikTok, it's Short King Spring. Short guys have the spotlight right now. The TikTok hashtag Short King has more than 330 million views. Some people are crediting Tom Holland as the inspiration. Uh, everything costs more these days, and Easter supplies are no exception. The holiday is rapidly approaching. It's April 17th, and I guess the average cost of an Easter basket is up nearly 25% this year. That includes all like the, the dressings and the chocolate and the candy. Uh, that was kind of food news. I have more food news. A new survey has come up with America's favorite vegetable. Think of yours. Get it in your head real quick before I give you the top three. You ready? Spinach is number three. Carrots are just barely the runner-up. It was close. Uh, they were the runner-up, number two. And America's favorite vegetable, broccoli. Congrats, broccoli. I'm proud of you. 
here we are. I always end with a positive story. Uh, this is also food news. Celebrity chef Jose Andres is the founder of World Central Kitchen, and he said yesterday that his nonprofit has provided four million meals to Ukrainian refugees since Russia began their attack on the country. He said they have 1,000 locations in six countries, and they are distributing 290,000 meals a day. Those numbers are huge. Uh, by the way, there's a new documentary about him and his organization out now. It's directed by Ron Howard. It's called We Feed People. Jose plans to solve world hunger, and I just wanted to make sure to acknowledge him and the work he's doing. It's incredible, and the show is over now. The show is over now. Yeah, so much going on between, you know, the war and March Madness and the Oscars and that slap at the Oscars. Uh, it's a big news day, so thank you for, uh, for getting caught up with me. I'm back tomorrow with a whole new show. Everything happens between now and then. I got you covered. You can start your day in the know. Cool? Talk to you then. First thing tomorrow... Please tell your friends about this show.